Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will review Hacksaw Ridge and Doctor Strange, as well as recap this week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? Doing good, man. How you doing? I am doing well. Um, we had some... sound too convincing, man. No, it's true. We had some good movies this weekend, so it's like a breath of fresh air. It's just... I, I am so proud of these movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we've had a lot of disappointing movies this yeah. year. I just, I just didn't know how to feel. Yeah. So I'm really proud of these movies. It's, so a, it's a good sign for the start of November. We had a pretty I, bad October, for being I'm honest. Gonna, but... I'm just going to clap up. I'm just going to clap up right now. Oh my, my goodness. I'm proud of you guys. Oh, so man. It, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that we're finally in November. And it's also just confirming that... When I come home for breaks, it's going to be, I'm going to be at the theater basically all, all day. And my family is going to be like, where are you? And I'm going to be like, um, well, if you want to hang out, come to the theater. Uh, just, just how it's going to end up being. It, it's crazy. I'm so happy to be in November, actually. Um, do you want to start yeah, yeah. with Hacksaw Ridge, man? Still, bro. What oh, wait. We haven't introduced our guest. Jeez. I, it is early. We are recording early. And that's when things get screwed up. Um, geez, let's introduce our guest returning once again. He was on the last episode, if I'm not mistaken, Jesse Swink. How you doing, Jesse? I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, sorry, we almost forgot about you, even though you're sitting right across from me. It's okay. (laughs) It happens. Yes. If you haven't had any (laughs) coffee or anything. Yeah. We love you, Jesse. (laughs) That was our live studio audience. Our our very depressing live studio audience, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> hey man, I did I, I did my best. All right, Jesse has also seen both of these movies, so he will be reviewing them with us as well. And then he's seen some of the TV that we're going to talk about. Um, oh, actually, maybe even a majority of it because I didn't watch a lot of Thursday shows this week. Neither did Ozzy. That's becoming a theme, but we'll get there when we get there. All right. Hacksaw Ridge, what did you think about it? Ozzy, let's start with you. Carlos, I thought this movie was really, really good. Um, this movie just... The the way it was paced leading up to the main event, it was just... It was fantastic. And I thought it was really... I thought it was greatly paced throughout the whole entire movie. Um, and just showing his... Just Andrew Garfield... Andrew Garfield in this movie is just straight up, and he's fantastic in this movie. I, I do think, I could be in the minority here, but I do think he should be nominated, because he did a fantastic job in this movie. Um, so just showing how he got his ideas and, and showing, like, why he is the way he is, um, I think I think the way they did it was, was great. Yeah. Uh, do I agree... For the most part, because I do have some issues with the first act, just slight issues. They're not huge. Um, but overall, I think once this thing gets going, it is just nonstop and it is fantastic. Um, it's just 
the way that some of this action goes down, it's just... Honestly, some of the action in this movie par- or compares, and I this might be early to say this, but I'm going to say it, it compares to Saving Private Ryan, the first 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. It is that good. It is that um, well done from a production standpoint, from a direction standpoint, from a performance standpoint. It is that good. Um, this thing blew me away in the second half of this movie. Um, that is my biggest positive. It's the second half of this movie. Uh, once that battle gets going, it, it's there, I haven't seen anything quite like it. And, and then obviously once the main story, the main event of the story gets going, the reason this movie is being made gets going, it's one of the most inspiring things you'll ever see. So, Jesse, what are your, some of your positives for this movie? Um, I really, really loved the action and just being able to see all of the, Everything going down as it happened. I mean, this was super accurate to me, looked like. Um, everything was moving really quickly, but you could still tell what was going on. And some of those shots exactly. yeah. that, that happened were just fantastic. At yeah. one point, the two sides are colliding in like in like melee combat, and you're just seeing a camera back away as like one after another collides right in front of the camera, and it it was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the jeez, the way this movie, I think my biggest, honestly, I I know I just said my biggest praise was probably the second half of the movie, and it's a big praise. But now I just remembered my the direction is by far my big, the biggest mm-hmm. praise I can give this movie. Um, Mel Gibson. Say what you will about whatever his back, his history doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. We are talking about the man as a director. And as a director, there's no denying his talent, period. You just can't. He is that good. I know a lot of his crap will probably, it'll make it hard for him to get nominated for this movie, but I think he deserves it at this point, at least. The man, he think about how many great performances he got out of his act, he got out of his actors in this movie. Vince Vaughn, you would think that he would be distracting in this movie because let's be honest, he was horrible in True Detective season two, complete garbage. And I was thinking, oh man, Vince Vaughn in another dramatic role. And then he gave a performance that they were able to use his humor in a way that it still worked. Like, it didn't take you out of the movie at all. It really worked with the tone of the movie, with everything. That That's on Mel Gibson. To be able to find the best way he can use his actors and use them and use them flawlessly, that's, he did it. He got a world-class performance out of Andrew Garfield, and I do agree with you, Ozzy. He, I, I said this, I think, on our, our we when we were talking about uh, the fall preview, I think, I, we both were like, Andrew Garfield's getting nominated this year one way or the other, be it for this movie or be it for Silence, and I think he made a strong case for his himself getting nominated for this movie. Um, yeah, man, he, he did a fantastic job in this movie, I, I have to say, and, and the cast overall, I think, did a great yeah. job um, from Sam from, from Sam Worthington to, to Vince Vaughn, again, I mean, I think, those, I think everybody did a fantastic job in this movie. Yeah, and Sam Worthington is a generally, like, people don't really like him because he was been thrown in our faces in a lot of, like, big budget movies. Um, and people, and it's almost like the Jai Courtney effect where Hollywood keeps putting him in lead 
roles in these huge movies and we're supposed to like him. And I don't dislike Sam Worthington, but there's you're going to be hard-pressed to find somebody who says he was not good in this movie. Sam Worthington was great in this movie, period. Yeah, I think he was great in this movie. Um, I think Teresa Palmer was amazing in this movie. Yes. Again, you could disagree with me there, but I think she was amazing in this movie. Um, I think I think the way that they kind of set up their relationship was also really good. Um, so I I like this movie, and I, going into the second act in this movie and seeing everything sort of hit the fan, mm-hmm. I think Mel Gibson did a fantastic job showing the depiction of the war in that time, and really you know showing us that it's really gritty. It was gritty then, and you know, and making us like. I mean, at least I was thinking about it, just like, wow, like you know, it's 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 still really gritty and it's mm-hmm. scarring. Um, you know, you you know, you see you see some of these people walking out with their friends, and then you know, when their friends die like right right by them. So it was it was just you know, you feel for them. Um, in in that regard, and I'm just gonna say like, um, Andrew Garfield's father, um, Hugo Weaving, played, yeah, Hugo Weaving. Um, I just liked his, I thought it was very interesting, sort of his ideas in a way, mm-hmm. like he was, he did not agree in like going into this war, like he did not want his kids going into it and he, he was, uh, and he was just someone who was just against the war and mm-hmm. that was so interesting for me just because he's a World War One vet mm-hmm. and I thought that was just such an interesting, um, thing to see because uh, to me it was just a unique like, you know, unique because, you know, we've seen it in, like, a lot of other war films, you know, where the dads, like, will support their kids. They'll be worried, but they'll support their kids and they go into the war. But um, Tom Doss, played by Hugo Weaving, was, was not, um, he did not want that to happen. So I thought, it was, I thought that was a very interesting, um, very interesting part of the story as well. Yeah, that, his, his portrayal of that role was just so good. He, uh, he was made a believable human character who is scarred from the losses that he's experienced through war before, and he's so reluctant to let to lose anyone to this again. He, I, I don't think he didn't believe in the cause of the war, but he did not want to have any more loss or pain because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen Hugo Weaving in so many things, and from uh, Lord of the Rings to The Matrix to V for Vendetta, he's always been fantastic. And this was a very different role, it felt like, for him, just because it's a very different character. He doesn't get to use his deep, eloquent voice so much. He was vulnerable. He was vulnerable and playing a a drunk. Mm -hmm. And it was just so so well done. And they did a great job, especially a lot of this goes on Hugo Weaving, a lot of it goes on Mel Gibson, but they did a great job of kind of making you hate the character, and then, but then at the same time, and understand why his sons hated him at times, but then at the same time, you just feel sorry for this man. Mm-hmm. And that is just a such a great thin line to walk. It, it's I I honestly think I know we are sitting here saying Andrew Garfield should get nominated for this movie, and I still believe that. But Hugo Weaving has a shot at supporting actor. Honestly, he was oh, yeah. that good. Oh yeah, in my uh, opinion, at least. Another one of my huge positives of this movie was the historical accuracy. I kind of touched on that before, but I'm a huge history buff and seeing these tactics that that were were being used on the American side and the Japanese side so accurately throughout this. And then I, I got so happy when I saw uh, a North Carolina class battleship sitting out there in the ocean, because that just made me very happy (laughs) because that's, it was just 
Anyway, because I'm a history buff, and that that kind of thing just gets me. <laughs> and you know, you love ships. Period. I love ships and planes. <laughs> just yeah. Um, <laughs> we just heard Jesse's love letter to ships and planes. Um, no, I could I could go on so much longer. But I'm not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the this is my last positive, and it'll kind of lead into negative. So if you have any more positives to throw in here, let's we can do that now. Um, but my last positive is I do agree with you to an extent on Andrew Garfield and what's the girl's name again? Uh, Teresa Palmer. Teresa Palmer's chemistry and their kind of development of their relationship. There's no deny. He was, he was very charming in this movie. He was very likable in this movie and she was as well. Um, their relationship had a certain innocence to it and just, I, I don't know. It, it was just interesting and fun to watch. Um, now, and that's, that goes for the entire first act, really. It was just, it just had this innocence and charm to it. And, but there was also something, you could tell there was something underneath there. So it, it was really interesting. Um, it could be slightly cheesy at times, which let, that'll lead into our negatives. I think the first half of this movie, it's really the first act, it's just really long, um, is, Really, it's kind of slow, if we're being honest. I don't think it's necessarily, like, horribly slow. Like, you're sitting there like, oh, my gosh. But you even said, I believe, after we saw the movie, you, like, looked at your watch after. And that's not a good sign, but it's not necessarily, like, condemning. Like, I don't think it holds this movie back too far at all. Yeah. Now, before I get into that, I want to say one last positive okay. thing is that the way they, they portrayed the Japanese. It is so hard when filming a war movie not to completely villainize the side that you are fighting. And most of the time throughout this that second half of the movie, during the fighting, you are very nervous anytime you see the Japanese on scene. And you're obviously rooting against them. But they did a great job of still showing their humanity at times, showing that they're not just faceless warriors coming in to just get slaughtered and <clears throat> slaughtering us. But they're still humans fighting. Mm-hmm. And they're still not the good guys in this movie, but when you're telling a story of an American veteran in World War II, they're not going to be. But I just wanted to comment on they they portrayed that very well and balanced it about as best as you can. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, I definitely agree that that first half was really slow. The first half of the movie was necessary, I feel like, mm-hmm. because it showed the background and showed where Garfield's character was coming from. But... Yeah, uh, I remember I looked at my watch at one point and saw we're only halfway through this movie. It feels like I've been <coughs> sitting here for a long time. Yeah. And it, that that was when that whole part was coming to a close. Mm-hmm. So then I was by that point I was a little worried moving into that second half, but the second half totally redeemed itself. Oh yeah, definitely. And um, they kind of balance each other out and I think that's why ultimately it works and that's why I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh my gosh, the first half was so slow." Because the second half was so fast that it kind of ended up balancing out the first half um, and making the the whole work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ozzy, what did you think of the kind of the pace of the first act, the first half? Um, I personally think that the pacing of the first half was actually pretty okay. I mean, if you're going to establish relationships with, you know, all these different types of characters and really also and sort of also develop why he is the way he is, I think it's going to take time. And I think that they did a great job really pacing that and really showing why he is the way he is and really establishing um, the relationship that he has for these characters. I think that if there was any time less spent on them, 
I don't think it wouldn't have been as good. Um, I don't think the I don't think we would have cared for the relationships as much as we do um, towards the end of the movie. So I I don't think the problem I I don't think there's a pricing problem at all. But I mean, if I'm in the minority, I'm I'm willing to accept that. Uh, I I don't know. It's because I don't think that like, you could have cut it short. I don't think that was the way they could have solved it. Maybe. I, I don't know, speed it up something like, or I don't know. It just, I don't, it dragged. It just dragged for me. That's just the bottom line. Um, it dragged. And I don't think the one character that they did develop in that time, this is kind of leading into my next negative. The one character they did develop is, um, Doss, like his, the main character, Desmond. Um, he, they developed him well. You understand why he is the way he is. You understand, um, exactly what kind of person he is. Just, by his interactions with the girl, all these different things. Like, you get him. It's the other things around him that I didn't get as much as I wanted to in the first act, and even leading into the second act when he is in boot camp. Um, because in the first act, you have his relationship with his girlfriend, who becomes his fiance, all these different things. Um, and while I, you cannot deny that it was charming. It really was. It was um, fun, fun to watch. It, it really was. But... It did, let's be honest, it, they rushed through that relationship pretty fast. And you're just like, whoa. To the point where you're like, what the, like, <laughs> you're getting, you're already here? Um, and I, I just, I don't know, they could have, I don't, I, it just, they could have spent more time. I want to say that, but then you're like, but it was already kind of slow to begin with, so it's hard. I mean, if, if you're judging from that movie, if you want to get uh, a girl to want to marry you, all you have to say is, I'm going to enlist in the army, and they'll they'll just jump yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe good news. Um, yeah, it, it was a little strange there, but it, again, they you can't ask them to spend more time on it when we're saying that it was a little slow to begin with, so I, I don't know. And then also, and this is a negative that I've seen floated around um, when it comes to this movie a little bit, and I agree, it's, you don't really care in for the most part about a lot of the rest of the, a lot of the people in his unit. You care about like one or maybe two, but the rest of them, they're kind of just there. They have like a little bit of development in the boot camp scenes, but it's not much. And it really quickly just develops into, oh, we don't like you. And you don't get that really switch until the end. So you still don't care necessarily about them. And while, yes, you care about them in the sense that it's horrible to watch all these people die in war, just, I didn't feel attached to them that I, like I did in some other war movies, like in Fury, for instance, where you have this team and you're spending so much time with them that you care about each and every one of them individually, even when a lot of them are not very good, necessarily good people. Um, so that, that's something that I wish we had a little bit more of, and Again, these are not huge complaints about this movie. It's just some, it's just little things that I wish we got more of, you know? Um, Ozzy, what are your negatives to this movie? Um, probably my, one of my only other negatives, uh, was just that, like, um, I wish that, I wish that we would have seen sort of more of the war scenes in a way. That and it's just I mean this is what I personally wanted but um it's just this is one negative that I really have and then another negative that I have um is is it's just like okay like it's just the 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 relationship that he had with like the brother like you see that it's great in the beginning of the of the movie but he just like you'd never see him again 
And that's something that's I had true. a problem with. Drop that like they just completely dropped that character, and I was interested to know if 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 he also had the same morals as his brother. Mm-hmm. Because like we never really like you know we saw him in the beginning, and we saw that he was a kid, and then we saw that you know for the first five minutes of him being an adult, he just left. So we never really got to see him again. We never really um, we don't know like if. You know, his brother was the same way, or if he was willing to take up a gun and just shoot somebody, we don't know. Yeah. Um, so I, that's something that I just felt that that could have been possibly improved. You know, was to also find out just a little bit about his brother, check check if he died or not. But I mean, yeah. So that's for. All right. Um, what about you, Jesse? Do you have any more negatives that you can think of? Um, no, that the brother thing did cross my mind mm-hmm. uh, somewhat, but then. Um, I mean, it's a historical movie, so at the end when they're showing a little bit of actual footage, actual interviews, and they actually mm-hmm. have one with the brother, that kind of satisfied it for the most part with me because it is telling Desmond's story, mm-hmm. um, not uh, Hal, I think his name was. But it, at the same time, I kind of agree with you, Ozzy. It, feel, it feel, felt a little like we should have gotten more. But honestly, if we would have fit everything we needed into this movie <laughs> to like not have some things feel rushed and some things feel slow, it would have been a four or five hour movie yeah which don't happen these days sadly um (laughs) man this movie i i want to see it again i do really want to see it again because i think so maybe some of my issues with the first sec will go away the second time i see it because honestly i think maybe the first half you have to like look at as a biopic almost Mm. and then the second half you look at as a war movie Um, so I think that's an interesting way to look at it, but we'll, we'll see. I, I look, I'm not, I know it probably sounds like I didn't like this movie. I really liked this movie. I really did. Um, it's mostly, it's got a decent shot at making my top 10 at the end of the year. Um, so it's that good people, but I just did have some slight issues with it. Um, one last thing that I want to mention, and this, I'm, I'm going to ask you, cause I don't know. I'm going to ask you guys, let's see if I'm the only one who thought this. I, and I don't know if this is because I know it's Vince Vaughn, or if this is because, like, he really was doing something weird, but did Vince Vaughn look funny to you guys holding a, gu- a gun and shooting a gun? I, I, mean, I couldn't tell if it was just because Vince Vaughn's holding a gun like that, but he was holding it kind of funny, am I wrong? Um... Somewhat, <laughs> uh, but I think part of it is he's the only one that was carrying that kind of gun. Maybe in the whole movie, like everybody had M1s yeah. and stuff like that, and he didn't. He had a submachine gun. Yeah, but he was like holding it down here, and I'm just like, it looks funny. I don't know. For me, yeah. It was... I mean, if you're gonna have, he had the stock extended on it. Yeah. So really, he sh- probably should have had it up on his shoulder, except for when, yeah, at a certain point in the movie, yeah. yeah. Almost said something. <laughs> but, um, I mean, and then again, it's Vince Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I Vince doubt Vaughn. he's ever fired. That's like, exactly. that's, that's like, that's like, that's like Kevin Hart carrying an AK-47. This is something that, that's not ever gonna be okay in the depiction. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For like, I'm not saying that's. I'm not holding that against the movie because, I, again, I don't know anything about weapons, especially in that time period. No, it, it didn't really distract me that much. Now that I look back, maybe a little bit. But, <laughs> I mean, it kind of made sense. Okay, so yeah, exactly. I, I just was wondering if I was the only one who was like, "That's fun." That's okay. Whatever. Um, anyway, let's rate this movie and move on to probably the more popular movie of these two. More, sorry. <laughs> more popular in the sense of it's going to make more money. Um, but let's rate these movies. Uh, Ozzy, want to start? I'm going to give this movie an 
All right. How about you, Jesse? I'm sitting at an 8.5. Okay. Wow. I was not expecting Jesse to be the lowest out of all of us because I am on the exact same page with Aussie. Not going to lie. I really was. Um, <laughs> I thought about getting it into a 9 and... I just, I couldn't get it all the way there just because my issues with the first act, but maybe after I see it a second time, it'll change. Who knows? But I'm at an 8.9. I think this is a great movie. Great. Uh, maybe I need to adjust my scale because hey, this, this is my you know first what? time really comparing, like doing that. So. Yeah. Don't worry, Jesse. I had a lot of confusion the first time. Because I, I, re- I really <laughs> loved this movie as well. Yeah. It was very well done. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to Doctor Strange, and this is spoiler-free, so you have no worries if you're not seeing the movie. Don't worry, we are not going to give anything away. You can stick around for this one. Our spoiler review will be our next episode, so once you've seen the movie, be sure to check that one out. But as of now, spoiler-free, so we can move on. Um, Ozzy, I'm really interested to see what you think of this movie. I really am. So what are your positives, man? I have no positives for this movie, to be honest with you. No, you don't. Know, real life. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this movie was awesome, man. This is just another awesome um, Marvel movie. This was fantastic. Definitely different from what we've seen. I know you guys are just like, well, duh, it's mystical. But, like, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a, a great origin story. If you haven't got one of those since Ant-Man, so it's another it's another great one. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. I am a Cumberbatch fan, guys. Um, I think he does awesome in this movie. Playing an arrogant douchebag to a point, I was surprised. I was like, damn, all right. I don't, I don't want to like you anymore. <laughs> but um, I think he did a great job playing uh, this arrogant guy who, who was trying to figure out a, a cure for his hands and ended up finding something else. So I think it was a great origin story and also greatly acted. I yeah. mean, the cast is fantastic in this movie. I would agree. The cast in this movie were... They were real... They surprised me, honestly. Like, I really was expecting good good performances, but they they gave some great performances, honestly. No, man. I mean, they, I mean, some, I mean this the performances, the, the chemistry that the characters had with one another... Yes was was great it was i was i was loving it man yeah um i'm glad you brought up cumberbatch because look i'm not the biggest Cumber. i like benedict cumberbatch but i've never been like oh my gosh benedict cumberbatch this movie he really blew me away like he was great in this movie he had just this subtle pride to him like he was pr- proud and he was arrogant you could definitely that came across but it wasn't like especially in the first like 10 15 minutes it wasn't like he was like super like snooty or anything he would it was more subtle it, you could tell that underneath it all he was very proud of where he was and it um i really liked that and then also i completely bought his arc and that's hard to do when you have such a big arc where he goes from like we said this proud arrogant as ozzy just said douchebag to this guy who's willing to die basically for the world um, so it, it's really interesting. I did, uh, I did really believe his arc and that's hard to do, like I said. So, um, and Rachel McAdams, I am very happy we have Rachel McAdams in the MCU, um, for obvious reasons. And she's just a great actress and it's great to add that kind of talent to the MCU. She, um, really kind of almost brought some legitimacy to the movie. I mean, I know people would say that about Cumberbatch as well and Cumberbatch did a great extent as well, but uh, Rachel McAdams is a nominated actress in and of herself, so 
I, I really liked her having her in the movie. Um, Tilda Swinton, I know a lot of people were going to sit here and still complain that she was cast as the Ancient One. I don't care. She gave a great performance as the Ancient yeah, One. Yeah, she was fantastic in this movie. Yeah. I hated her in Narnia because she was a douchebag. But in this movie, I was just like, damn, I love you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, and again, you buy her arc towards the end of the movie as well, like every bit of it. So, Jesse, what are, what are some of your positives? Oh, man, it was the visuals were fantastic. Biggest uh, positive of the movie. Great yeah. effects and stuff. I, I agree with you. Uh, you said earlier that, or not on here, but yeah. you said that this could easily get nominated for an if not win, yeah, if, if not, not win, win for visual for, effects. Yeah. Um, the seeing Benedict play an arrogant role didn't really surprise me. If you've ever seen, if you've ever watched the show Sherlock, yeah. he like, he plays that so well. Mm-hmm. That's what sold me on Benedict a long time ago. So he's, he's a fantastic actor already. Uh, loved seeing him play this different role. And I mean, this Marvel movie just felt different yeah. than other Marvel. It wasn't a, normal superhero movie. It had all the elements of one, but it was following a little bit differently. It's mm-hmm. not... Yeah. It's just different. It, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, And I was very impressed with like some of the interpretation in this movie like because obviously Doctor Strange, a lot of mysticism. <laughs> it's uh, mysticism, sorcery and stuff. A little worried a few times. Like it, At one point, the Ancient One holds up a picture of a body with chakras in it. And mm-hmm. I, was, I was a little worried about that, honestly. Yeah. Like, but the way they explained it, um, it didn't really clash with yeah. anything. It didn't hurt my view of the movie very much with yeah. a lot of this, a lot of m- mystical things. But mm-hmm. it's they did it in a very good, kind of playful way still. Yeah. And um, Morda, um, mm-hmm. a geophore, <laughs> Chuatel a geophore, Chuatel a geophore. Thank you. Sorry if he ever hears my butchering of his name. I apologize. <laughs> um. But he he was just fantastic. He was great. He, he was uh, just going through very relatable character, uh, down to earth at times, but still had his out there mm-hmm. moments where that kind of kept you a little bit separated and showed his character flaws. Mm-hmm. Great parallel to Strange. Yeah, throughout the movie. Uh, and they they tried to parallel Strange with a couple of different because they also tried to parallel him with the villain, which. What's his name again? Oh, the guy M- Mads Mikkelsen plays. Yeah, it was so uh, yeah, is the character. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So they tried to parallel him with the villain as well. And so that worked pretty well. Yeah, yes, I agree. And it kind of just showed how Strange just takes a different path. So it's, it's interesting. Um, I actually really liked the villain in this movie. I really liked Cassilius in this movie. I Carlos, think we're going to disagree here. but I disagree. Let's get into the debate later because <laughs> yeah. I love debating you, man. But I liked him. I liked Cassilius. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, when we get to a negatives, um, we'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, he's, in my, he's in my positive so, All right. So. <laughs> the, the visuals, I'm glad you brought that up because, man, that was impressive. It's one of, honestly... Doctor Strange is one of the most visually impressive movies you will see this year and in many years. It's just, it's very, it's very impressive, though, things that they're able to do. It is Marvel. Like, I know people were less just thrown around that it was like Inception because of the trailers, but it is Marvel's Inception. Like, that's the, the visual style of the movie. That's what it was. Um, so it's, again, very impressive, very unique, and just, you're never going to be bored watching this movie because 
there's always something interesting happen on, happening on the screen. And then you mentioned how they dealt with the mystical stuff and things like that. I, I, my positives, I just worked on balls. They have the balls to be able to kind of go into some of this stuff and they weren't afraid to like deal with things like the mirror dimension and the dark dimension. Like, and that's something that Marvel has been showing a lot of recently. It's the, the balls to be able to do some of these things, like go crazy with Guardians and then go mystical, crazy mystical with this movie. It, it's really, I, I'm very happy that they're not afraid to do these things. Um, and then kind of going along with the visuals as well, the action in this movie, it's some of the most unique action in a Marvel movie, period. Like, the, the, the action style, because of the visuals and the techniques they were to use with CGI, was just so entertaining. And, um, the cape was a character in and of itself, and I loved it. I loved that stupid cape. Um... All right, you guys have any more positives? I just railed off a few of them there. The comedy in this movie. I didn't really yes, expect I, a whole lot of comedy from yes, the trailers and stuff, but they, they put so much in, and it fits so well within the the story. It didn't feel like it was forced in at all. Um, it just kind of flowed through and just got better as the movie went on. Definitely agree with you there, Jesse. The comedy in this movie was great, man. It It, show, it definitely worked with everything that was going on. Um, and it felt just, it felt natural too. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like some of it was ad libbed because it was just great. Um, I also liked Benedict Wong in the movie. I think he did a great yes. job as well. Uh, this, because he, he really did not laugh whatsoever. So I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think this movie was great. It's definitely, definitely one of, um, the better Marvel fel- films out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Since you guys just finished up your positives. And this kind of goes in both areas for me. Like, I literally, I have in my lit, list here, like, I have dark, or I have the humor right in between positive and negative with the question mark. Because I'm just like, some of it worked, some of it didn't. Um, I think you guys are kind of just casting, like, this blanket, like, oh, the humor was great, but some of it didn't work. And that's just, honestly, some of it didn't. A lot of the times, like, they would... You would have this whole scene, like, even an entire action scene, and then they would, like, pause a beat and then say a joke, and I'm just like, you just took me completely out of this scene. Um, for me, at least, I know, like, I get labeled the cute comedy hater all the time on here, and if Bob was here, he'd probably be crucifying me. But, you know what? I don't care. A lot of the comedy didn't work, but a lot of it did. I'm not saying that it was a negative. I just think... It's almost like they were trying a little too hard to be guardians in a sense at a time. At yeah, times, I agree that, to disagree with you there, man. Okay, well, I'm just saying, for me, it just felt like that, where it's like, you have to have a joke every scene, and I'm just like, no, you don't. You can have, you can let this be serious. Uh, well, to me, that kind of, I noticed that a little bit, but to me, it kind of fit within Strange, because he's supposed to be this super intelligent uh really high thinking level dude Mm -hmm. and to me it's not inconceivable that like he would notice or throw in a joke in the middle of a serious situation just because his brain is operating somewhere else at the same time yeah but it's not even just him like to me the one that stands out and this is not really spoilers it's when the villain um first meets strange and Strange is like, like this is a huge, because this guy, he's doing stuff that you don't have, we like, we don't have any time, like, he, this is going to get done. And we have this whole thing where um, he's like, who are you? And he's like, who are you, mister? And he goes, it, it's doctor. And he goes, Mr. Doctor? And it's like, 
we don't like I to me I was like I just took me so out of this situation. Dog, I, I don't like, know what you're talking that, about because no, me, including everybody in my audience, was laughing. Well, at that yeah, part. but just because everyone in an audience laughs at it doesn't mean it was a good filmmaking. Sorry, because people laugh at crap movies all the time. So, so you laugh at crap movies, huh? So you laugh at crap movies. I'm not saying I laugh at crap movies, but people laugh at crap movies. I'm sure there are people that laughed at. So are you telling me that everybody else's opinion on on humor is crap just because they're laughing at a crap movie? No, <laughs> but I'm sure you would find people who laughed at Jack and Jill in the theater. That doesn't make it a funny movie or a good movie. But what if they think it's a good movie, Carlos? You're going to tell them that this crap is Yes, all film is subjective, but what are we doing here? Do you want to, <laughs> do you not want to have this podcast anymore? Like, we are bro, here to state our I'm opinions. what I'm saying is, bro, it was funny, okay? No, Get it wasn't. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I can see how it can take you out of the situation, though, because that was a big moment. Exactly. It's just, there's no need to have that moment. And yeah. I could say the same thing about Guardians, and I would say the same thing about Guardians. The difference is... I really loved all of those characters in it as a movie as a whole, and I don't sit here and say that Guardians is a perfect movie. I've always, I've never said that Guardians is a perfect movie. I just say that I love it. That's why there is a difference. I like this movie, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they should have had that those moments in there, all of those moments in there, because they shouldn't have. It actually took you out of the scenes. Whether you laughed or not, it took you out of the scenes, and that is not perfect filmmaking, and that is why this movie is not perfect. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm not disagreeing. Uh, it's not. It's not perfect, Carlos. Well, let, let's save some of this discussion for later in your spoilers review. That's true. So you can. You guys can get more into this. Oh, we will. More in, <laughs> we probably will. You're making. You're, you're making me a little uncomfortable. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, anyway, what are some of your negatives, Ozzy? Oh boy, um, I got a lot actually. I okay, lot. I'm messing with you. I'm messing oh with you. Oh um, my gosh! I think um, pissing me off. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into my <laughs> negatives, why didn't you like Cecilius real quick? Why didn't you like his character? I just okay. First of all, it was almost like a Joker and Suicide Squad situation. You didn't get much of him in the movie. He just popped up at random points, and like you don't. Yes, you got a little bit of development with him at the beginning and at the end. But he just kept popping up, and it was... I Honestly, I would be interested to see how much how much screen time he actually had, because I just didn't feel like he was in the movie that much. And then not only that, but we also have this secondary villain who might be the first, the main villain. It's just really strange how they're mm-hmm. dynamic. You don't know which one is supposed to be our main villain. Uh, the, the, the dynamic was really what threw me off. That's actually the word I have written down, the villain dynamic. I couldn't tell... Who were, who were supposed to be like the most intimidated or scared by. And it just, some of it didn't work. And like I said, he didn't get enough screen time. Um, our quote unquote main villain didn't get enough screen time for me. I mean, I could see where you're coming from if you're talking about screen time and, and stuff like that. Um, but I, I just personally like the villain. I thought he was a pretty good Marvel villain. That, that's um, not a very high bar. That's oh. the problem, you know? Um, and that's not against, like, I'm not saying that, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, like, it's not, it's generally accepted that it's not a very high bar. So, I, I don't know. Yes, he he was maybe in the upper class of Marvel villains, but it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, what are some of your other negatives, Ozzy? What I didn't like was Benjamin Brad, who was Jonathan um, Pangborn, 
Like when when Doctor Strange went up to him and he was just like, "I'm trying to find a cure for my hands. Mm-hmm. Where can I, where can I sort of find my like? Since you found a cure for your back, where can I find a cure for my hand?" It was I don't know. It was just kind of random how he just went up to him or whatever. Yeah, and just that situation was kind of weird. I, I that agree. was that was weird. And then I also found it weird how it's literally just it's just it's just there and like a packed and like a packed uh country mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like this is like anybody can literally just walk up in there and just learn these powers so um, to me it's uh, just it's just it's just weird how it how it was kind of yeah. set up um that that was like one of my that was one of my biggest positive like negatives in the world it's like so if i wanted to like i could just break my finger and just say hey like i'm trying to find a cure for my finger like it just it was just kind of weird um, on how it was just set up. Yeah, I, I get, I can see where you're coming from, but for me, it didn't necessarily, because the ancient one is there and she could turn people away if she wanted to. Like it's, uh, and there's probably protection over the place. It's not like it's just sitting there. Completely no, but it's just like, so. but it's just like to find, just to, just to, just to really, not to necessarily learn the powers, mm-hmm. but to know that, the, that these, like, I don't know if they're like, it, it, to me, it seemed like their whole, group was sort of secret so the fact that i can walk in and sort of know sort of like that these powers exist and that these dimensions exist is just it's just weird you know what i mean it just didn't feel feel, i just i feel like she didn't she didn't even want to teach him in the beginning you know what i mean so it just felt weird i think it made more sense to put it in like the middle of Kathmandu, yeah, in the middle of that city, because one in that area of the world, there are a million different gurus mm-hmm. all over the place teaching their different little uh, life, different lifestyles, and different uh, ways to improve yourself. So, mm-hmm. putting it in the middle of that situation didn't really make it any less uh, less um, mystical to me. And I, I mean, obviously, the you can't just wander in there because I mean, he was trying with all his might to open that door. At one point, and he couldn't do it. There, mm-hmm. There's obviously something there keeping him out. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, and it, I, I would imagine it's easier to hide within that kind of city. Like you can't, you're not just gonna wander up to it. I, I feel like it's, it was kind of. I thought that was a nice touch because they're trying to get away from. Oh, there's a mountaintop fortress thing that you need to do to go to. Because I mean, we've seen that in like. Batman, Arrow, and all these different things. Like, there's always all this secluded mountaintop in the Himalayas. Mm -hmm. Instead, they're kind of hiding it in plain sight, somewhere that would make sense. Like, that they can blend in just saying, oh, it's just another uh, group following a different guru. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can see where that's coming Um, from, though. Jesse, what are some of your negatives? Um, For me, uh, I loved the visuals, but sometimes uh, there was once or twice it just got so... So trippy. Mm-hmm. I, it kind of took me out of it a oh, little really? bit. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I still loved it. It mm-hmm. was it was really cool to look back and think about that. But I'm like, okay, but did that really fit? Um, I also kind of agree with you on Cassilius. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't dislike the use of the character so much mm-hmm. as I disliked the choice of the actor for the character. Really? Mads Mikkelsen That's is a fantastic actor. And I Agreed. feel like this, was, this role was a little bit of a waste for him. Yeah. I mean, he's already he's 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 going to be in a lot of different movies this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, this and Rogue One alone are yeah. two huge movies he's mm-hmm. in. Uh, but 
he he's a great actor, and I just don't feel like this really challenged him. Challenged him at yeah. all? Yeah, he was just able to just kind of step into this role and do his thing. Yeah, um, it's fair. But I feel I feel like though with the I don't dislike the villain situation so much though. Okay, just because this movie was more about establishing who Strange is, yeah. and it built a better villain mm-hmm. out of that. That's true. That is true. I, I get. Yeah, we'll get there in our spoiler review. But yeah, that, I, that's all I'm gonna. I'm gonna say yeah. about that. Um, other than that, I mean, not a whole lot of negatives for mm-hmm. me. Um, I did make the joke yesterday. That this whole movie is a is a um, promotional material. Is why not to text and drive? <laughs> but and when you see the movie, you'll understand that. Yes. But the, nothing really took me out of it. The uh, besides. I'm not sure where this fits exactly on the whole Marvel timeline. That's true. I don't know where it is either. Obviously, it begins after Avengers, but I have I have no idea. Like, did where this fits? Because Mm -hmm. I mean, he's uh, Stephen Strange is mentioned in Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. as a threat being watched by Hydra. Mm -hmm. I have a few theories as to why that might be, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure if that actually. If, like, that took place while he was in training. Yeah. Or, like, so he was, like, taken out of the world in training. Or if they just already had his eye on him with some other deal. I'm not sure. I don't know where this fits. Well, and then there's also that line when he's driving in the car, right? And he's talking and they're giving him possible cases. They talk about, like, a billionaire who broke something in a suit of armor. So And you would think that if Iron Man was already established at the time, they would have said... Tony Stark. I don't. I don't think they said millionaire though. They said a military. They, they said something about military. Oh, military. I think Maybe that, I that was it. a reference to um, at the end of uh, Civil War. Exactly. And that if that's the case, then you're even more confused because you're like, wait, what? Yeah. So, so I, don't know, I mean, strange. it felt like this timeline. The timeline was a little rushed. Yeah. To me, just like not the pacing of the movie, but the timeline is to the area that this is supposed to take place over. Uh, it, I mean, the ancient one says, oh, this is going to take years of practice and training, just like your mm-hmm. medical degree. But it seems like a few months, yeah. two two or three months, and he, he had it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I will say something because, look, I'm not normally one to think like this, but I thought about it at the end, and then I thought about it um, after, like, I glanced at something, like, online, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that... Blew my mind. This movie is basically a better version of Green Lantern. It follows pretty much every single story beat up until the very end. <laughs> and it's a better version of Green Lantern. Just throwing that out there. I thought about it at the end and I was like, oh man, that was kind of a Green Lantern-ish. And then... The, the second time, because I've seen this movie twice now, the second time, I was like, man, this movie is more like Green Lantern than most people are going to be willing to admit. Um, but it's better than that. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to admit that. <laughs> because you're right, I'm not willing to admit that. <laughs> um, anyway, Ozzy, do you have any final negatives for this movie? No, nah, man, that's it for me. I thought this movie was really good. Definitely right. one of my mm-hmm. favorites. All right, what is your rating for this movie, Ozzy? Or do you want me to start? You can start this time. All right. I will start, and I am at a 7.9. I think this is a very good movie. Um, I do have my issues with it, as I've said 
on this podcast, but I do think it's very good, and it's one of the better uh, Marvel entries, in my opinion. So, uh, Jesse, how about you? Uh, I'm putting this at an 8.2. Okay. Uh, fantastic, great movie. Loved watching it. Um, de- yeah, you should definitely go see it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, I don't think the 3D is necessary, though. I know a lot of people are saying it is, but um, I don't think it was. But, so. yeah, um, there are a few, like, small things that kind of took me out of it. Like I said, that's really the only holdup. Uh, it did have the pacing of about any other kind of superhero movie though mm-hmm. i did say i said that it, it it stands out in my mind because it's different but at the same time it still follows the same uh Formula. motifs and yep. all that stuff so it's it's great movie definitely see it but it doesn't stand out quite enough for me to rate it any higher all right ozzy how about you man 8.3 so just barely it's a tad bit over jesse okay it's a tad bit all right, that that's we're in the same we're all in the same range pretty much, but you guys are just a little higher than me, which is fine, um, and I pretty much expected that, so that's fine. All right, um, do you guys want to move on to our TV recap? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, um, let's start on Monday. So, Ozzy, did you watch Supergirl this week? Yes, I did. Okay, what did you think of Supergirl? Um. It was, I mean, I was sort of confused. I think I texted you about this. I was like, are they trying to make this happen or whatever? Um, I, was just, I was just like, what? Because I don't, I, I don't I, even like the film. I don't like the detective's character whatsoever. You don't? Okay. No, it's just like, I thought she would just be like a one-time hitter or something. <laughs> but like, she's, the fact that she's constantly there, I'm just like, what? Come on. Like. Come on now, I don't know. I just didn't like. I mean, her character just just feels. It, I don't know, man. It just feels. She just feels like. It just feels like a forced, badass female character. You know what I'm saying? Like well, that's this entire show for a lot of. No, but the thing is, <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, I don't mind. Like, I know Supergirl is 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 badass, and I know that her sister is badass, and like, you know, because you know we've seen. We've seen them become developed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these are developed characters where I can say, okay, like these are these these characters. Like you know, they they can kick serious butt. Like they're awesome. Mm-hmm. But her is just like we're just drawing her in there, and it just feels sort of forced um, for her character. I mean, she's a she's a regular you know detective from from New York from um, National City. Mm-hmm. Who's just like yeah, I do things my way around like my the police department because I'm a boss, like I'm a thug, and it's like. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I kind of disagree. I I like the character and what she's kind of doing, um, but I did not like that they made her a love interest. I was like, it's just unnecessary. Why do we have to like? And not because of the gay aspect of it. I don't care about that, honestly. But it's more the fact that it's like. We didn't need this character to be a love... Why can't she just be a cool character? Like, why do we have to kind of tie her down to being a love interest? It just... To me, it just um, doesn't... It devalues the character, in my opinion. Um, On the other hand, I really like the the guy that they've introduced. The the other alien that they've introduced? Yeah. What's his name? Do we we remember his name? Uh, I'm going to get it up right now. 
Um, but I really like him. I like the relationship between um, Kara and him. It's kind of, it's very, it's being developed well, in my opinion. Um, and it's just, it's an interesting kind of different way to look at, because Kara is basically, he's in the same his situation name, his as name, Kara. His name is Monel, played by Chris Wood. Yeah. Um, because he's in the same situation as Kara, but it's, it's a slightly different and he, it's slightly different and he's kind of looking at it from a different, different perspective. So I really like that dynamic there. Um, and I like that they can relate to each other. So I do really like him. Um, do you have any more things you want to get off your chest about this episode? Wait, did Justice Jesse watch Supergirl? No, no. Oh, well. <laughs> um, I, what what do you feel? What what do you think about them introducing McGann and and her character? What do you what do you think about that? Uh, I think if they continue to develop her, it will be worth it. I'm really happy that they introduced her. Um, I'm a little nervous about how they're using her, but I'm hopeful still. Uh, I really loved the villain this week, and I'm so happy that they brought her in because that's that was a pretty cool story in the Justice League cartoon. So. It, I'm very happy that they brought her in, and I'll be interested to see interested to see if she continues to pop up here and there. Okay, yeah. all right, man. No, I thought this episode was another it was another decent one. Nothing, yeah. it wasn't horrible. Supergirl um, has has had a pretty good season so far, so it's definitely. I, I think if you liked the first season, it's still worth watching. So you might want to catch up if you're not caught up. All right, let's move on to Tuesday. Let's talk a little bit about the Flash. Jesse, you do watch The Flash. I do. So, what did you think about this week's episode of The Flash? Um, I liked it. Um, it's moving forward, unlike some other shows. Um, uh, actually, moving forward in plot lines, uh, it focused a lot on Caitlin this week. Yes. Which I really enjoyed. Um, uh, is that, wait, is it, are, are we... Yeah able to say what actually yeah. happened. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if I, I couldn't give spoilers or what. Um, but yeah, I really like seeing her, like finally meeting her mom. That was very interesting to me, uh, mm-hmm. seeing that kind of dynamic because we'd never heard anything about that. And now it's exactly. kind of understandable why. Yeah. Uh, so they explained that very well. Um, the new Wells is intriguing. I'm really, so <laughs> really wondering what's going on here. Uh, my theory is that he's just pretending to be uh, intelligent at all because he's always got a drumstick. It feels mm-hmm. like to me he just plays in a band or something and just wanted to jump in. Uh, uh, the villain was interesting. It seemed more of a distraction than anything, like a mm-hmm. reason to push character development, but I'm not really against that. Yeah. We're, we're still moving forward. Uh, next week looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, the main focus for me was Caitlin, like, developing these powers and trying to deal with that. It's actually in two weeks, Flash taking a break next week. Oh, is it? Yeah, sadly. Um, But I agree, the villain was kind of throwaway, but that's fine. Um, Ozzy, what did you think about this episode? Let's go to you. I was very pissed off about this villain. I'm just like, (laughs) what? And the reason why I'm pissed off about it is because, okay, like I feel like if that would have been like an alien monster, that would have been our like official go of us to say okay so flashpoint merged uh car danvers national city into that universe mm-hmm. so the fact that it was just like a like a fictional thing bothered the living crap out of me um so it was it was really i don't even 
I don't even know, like, I don't even know, like, how people weren't able to tell that this was not even a realistic thing, if it was, uh, if it was just, like, you know, fake, whatever, but, um, I don't know, I, I, I did not like the villain whatsoever, like, I, I understand, like, it was meant to, you know, bring characters together and to give them sort of a character development, but mm-hmm. we could have done that another way, I just think this, I just thought this was really corny, so I mean, I thought this episode was okay, but I think the I think the villain made the episode sort of corny. Yeah, like when Joe was having the conversation with the kid, I'm just like, why are we having a father son talk right now? That's true. I, I did think <laughs> that kind of aspect of it um, did not work very well <laughs> at all. Um, but I really like how it kind of developed Barry and uh, Malfoy's. Yes, I'm going to call him Malfoy. I was just thinking. I was, I was about to mention <laughs> Barry and Malfoy's characters. They're kind of developing, and we're kind of understanding Malfoy. Um, and I'm going to keep calling him that, Malfoy. Um, we're understanding him more, and we understand his stance on metahumans more. Um, so I really did like that aspect of it, and he's actually a really interesting character. I'm happy that he's been brought in, and the dude's a good actor, too. When he pulled that pistol out of his jacket, though, that was just fantastic. Yeah. That solidified him as like, okay, I don't just hate Draco anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, he's ready to murder somebody. Uh, so that was really good. Um, and then also, like you said, I really like Caitlin's mom in that, because that was really, like... I wasn't expecting that kind of mother-daughter dynamic there. So that that was interesting to see. Um, and then I love the parallels between New Wells and Steve Jobs. Like, oh they were being reckless with it. They were just like, they they were just one step away from flat out saying he's the Steve Jobs of the, that universe. Like, it was just, I really liked the, those um, aspects of it there. Um, Ozzy, do you have anything that you actually liked in this episode? I mean... Sure. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think because that whole thing sort of really brought me down this episode. Um, I do like the dynamic that Barry does have with Malfoy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call him Malfoy too. Um, because yeah, he does. Uh, he does, that actor actually does a fantastic job in, in the show. I think he's. I think he's doing great. Yeah. I think. I think every time he's on screen, I'm just. It. it I'm. I'm focused more. Um. So I. I like seeing him sort of investigate. And trying to figure out, like, okay, like, what's going on and everything. So I think he did a great job. And definitely seeing him and Barry uh, work together was also fun. Um, so I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see, like, where that goes. Because it's, it's fun seeing them go against each other. But it's also fun seeing them work together. So um, I'm just interested to know, like, if... I'm interested to know, like, if Barry is going to get close enough to him. Enough to tell him that he's the Flash. Or, or or something from or, or, and go on from there. So I'm, I'm just interested. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, let's kind of blow through a lot of these so we can get to Arrow, and then um, that'll pretty much be it because we are behind on Thursday shows yet again. Um, Unless you want to talk about Blacklist from what we've seen so far. Uh, well, I mean, you can talk about it a little bit, but I haven't watched any of it, so it will be a very short conversation. Um, but let me get through some of these Tuesday shows. We had um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, decent episode. I really, I, I like where it's going. I, um, I, I'm, I don't know. It's you seem, you seem to be getting disappointed by this season. Th- this season isn't as good as last season. And I think we can say that for a couple of shows this year. Um, this and Supernatural. But, again, these are high bar. Like, because both, in both of these cases, both Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Supernatural, last season is widely considered to be the best season. At least by, 
I mean, by me, definitely for Supernatural, and that is definitely one of the best seasons. Most people would not argue with that. Um, Jesse's giving me looks. That's why I'm responding to him. Um, so it, it's really interesting, but because it's it's hard because they kind of are taking a dip in a sense, but it's not even that big of a dip. It's just like it's not living up to the past season. So I think that might be the case, especially with Agents of Shield. Um, Atlanta, the season finale was pretty good. <laughs> Gosh, this show is so good. Um, you now it is the season finale. There are only ten episodes, so watch the show, people. You can binge them all now, so you have no excuses. <laughs> watch the show. Um, did you like the season finale, Justin? I, I really did. <laughs> I feel like it was a great summary to what this show is. Yes, like it, it just was following Earn on his crazy mixed up life. It set up a great plot for next season. So true. Um, was oh, uh, going on tour with this other rapper. Yeah. And like it just so much happened that it was like I don't know, like a lot happened, but it was just at the same time and every day just a normal day for Earn and Paperboy. Mm-hmm. Like, just their crazy, their misadventures yeah. that aren't really that far out there, honestly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I really did like this. Je- or Ozzy, you need to finish the show, those first 10 episodes, because it's great. Um, this is Us, another solid episode. I continue to be surprised that they're able to just live up to that. You Did you half-watch this episode? I half-watched. Yeah, so... I, was, uh, I think I was doing homework or something yeah. at the same time. <laughs> But you you don't ha- you haven't consistently watched the watched it, but you've seen an f- episode here or there, correct? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah. From what you've seen? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I said I remember st- telling you because you and Tyler were watching it together, and uh, I'm not much into drama shows, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, there's, to me, there's enough drama in life. I like something to take me out of it, <laughs> especially not family drama. But this show is doing a really good job. Like, I'm interested. Yeah. It's really good. I'm telling you, it's one of the best new shows on TV. Um, for me, it's like between that and Atlanta from the best new shows this mm-hmm. season. So it's interesting. I really do like it. Um, American Horror Story we watched um, last night, actually, even though it came out on Wednesday. Man, they are killing people at a crazy rate on this show. I, I don't know who's going to be left, honestly, at the end of this thing. Um, but... It, this was a weird episode, too, but you can say that about the entire show. So, um, it was another weird episode. Um, kind of disturbing at times. Well, really disturbing at times. So it, it's interesting. Do you have any thoughts on this episode? Yeah, no. Uh, it's, it still got me pulled in. I don't have any specific thoughts yeah. on this one, though, just because it's kind of just furthering what was set up last week. Yeah. It's like all the craziness. It's almost like because you... It, it seems like they either have to really slow down these next two episodes, or they're going to get down to the final person by the end of next episode, and then what's the finale? So, I, I don't know. It, it's interesting to see where it's going to go. Fin- the finale is them, like, trying to get back into the real world. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what's going on. Um, all right. Arrow. We can wa- do this one, and then we are running kind of long on time, so let's just finish with this one, and then we can get into our recommendations. Ozzy, what did you think of this week's episode of Arrow? I this week's I thought this week was actually pretty pretty good again. Um I mean, I don't it this whole felicity thing needs to just end at this point. Um to no, that's literally one of my negatives. Um Yeah. Where they were just like, Why didn't you tell me that you were dating someone else? I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. It's like, okay, can you shut 
up. God. I don't know. They didn't um, make it that big of a deal. Like, it's at least Oliver didn't, like, freak out. Like, it could have been a I mean, lot at worse. Least, I mean, I, I'm just glad it, it didn't take up, like, a whole entire chunk of the show. Um, I am so upset to see Church, Churchill go because I'm going to miss him. But it's a good thing at the same time because we are finally going to get more Prometheus. Yeah. So I'm interested to see. Um, Prometheus is a really interesting character, so I'm happy that we're kind of getting into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I am a little more down on this episode. This is, I, I, I think I even tweeted this out after the episode. It's like, the, this episode kind of went from really good to really stupid really fast. Um, it's just how it was. Because the first half of the episode was really good. It was interesting. It was developing, um, kind of the team and it was developing the, uh, Diggle's dynamic in the team. And it was also developing Oliver as a character, as the mayor. It was really interesting. But then the, oh, the guy with the, the, oh, the guy God. pulled off the fake Oliver mask and you're just like, the freak is happening like it was so stupid it didn't make any sense um like they never explained how he can survive if he if he got shot and lived like that was so stupid i'm just like no it's like they never explain how he survived the bullets they never explain anything about this guy, and then all of a sudden he pops up in the flashbacks, even though Oliver wasn't the one who called him, so it doesn't make any sense for him to, for him to be in the flashbacks at the end. Um, not only that, but... I it, forgot about that part. Yeah, not only that, but it, I would have been more okay with it if he just survived the bullets. Like, if it was just there to um, survive getting shot or getting attacked. Okay. That I would have accepted, and I've been like, that's kind of weird, but sure. But the fact that they made it so he was the one doing all of these cool mayor things throughout the day pissed me the crap off. Why? Why the heck? Too. What, because like, I'm just like you're just they like, literally exactly. they literally pulled an Iron Man three on this freaking episode. I'm just like, <laughs> why would you do that? No. <laughs> No, because you're thinking, like, oh, man, man, Oliver is doing great at being, like, he's finally stepping into the mayoral, mayoral role and doing a good job. And then it's like, nope, it wasn't Oliver. Then we wasted our, like, we wasted time. To, like, this was the dumbest thing they could have done. The writers, again, are making me doubt that we have good writers in, on CW shows. Like, it's not, that was horrible. It was, that was the worst. That's probably the worst decision I have seen since freaking I'm liberating you, <laughs> literally. Because that was oh, I man. was so pissed off. Not even like it possibly, possibly. I'm saying possibly could have worked if they literally pull like a Mission Impossible and had like the literal mask look like Oliver. But when he took it off, he had no freaking beard anyway. So I was like, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, it, it was just so weird. I don't know. Like, like I said, this episode went from real good because the first half was really good to really stupid, really fast. It just, it was so. Once he pulled off the mask, it, the entire episode was garbage from there on out. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it. The entire episode was garbage once he pulled off that mask. Um, anyway, jeez. <laughs> so we just had our discussion on Arrow. So let's move on. Like I said, we're running a little long on time here, so let's move on to our recommendations. Jesse, let's Wait, start with I just, you. What? I just want to get I just want to get to something real quick. Okay, Black what? real quick. All right. Apparently, after this 
Uh, apparently, next episode, we're going to find out the biggest question that we've had since the beginning of the show is... We're going to find out who the is father Reddington... is. Wait, what? No, <laughs> if Reddington is Liz's father. Yeah. Okay? So, I just want to tell the writers out there, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, but if you're listening to this, <laughs> can you stop with Liz's relationship with Reddington? Because literally, it's literally like this. If I'm going to put it in simplest terms, it's just like this. Why are you here? Go away. I don't want you here. I don't need you. Can you please go away? Why are you walking away from me right now? Okay? I, like, seriously? I should do one thing. Like, you're walking away from me right now. But why are you here? And it's just like, can you shut up? Can you stop? Can you, can you choose one? Just please. Uh, yeah. That's so- a fair complaint. And it's a complaint that many people have. Many of people. <laughs> so, um, I need to watch the latest episode because I feel like I get as passionate as you are because... I, I agree generally when it comes to Liz and our love-hate relationship with her. But let's move on to our recommendations. Jesse, let's start with you. What is your recommendation? I'm required to make this recommendation today because it is because it is the 5th of November. Yep. So remember, remember, the 5th of November. Watch V for Vendetta. Yep. Great movie um, about uh, revolution. uh thing anarchy yeah anar- anarchy um totalitarianism all all sorts of stuff just great dialogue movie acting action it's got all the things for a and you don't really even have to pay that much attention to the movie <laughs> i recommend you do because you will look, pick up so much more yeah but it's even good just to watch for the action great performances in that movie as well natalie portman hugo weaving we talked about earlier um, mm-hmm. in this episode, but I, I completely agree. This movie, we're probably going to end up watching it today, to be honest, because yeah. it is one of my favorite movies, period. And it's a masterpiece, honestly. It really is. So it's one of the best comic book movies out there. So Yeah, I mean, it's Alan, Alan Moore. Alan Moore is a fantastic comic book writer anyway. So Yep. All right. Ozzy, what is your recommendation? Hmm, I'm going to go ahead and recommend um, Ant-Man. Okay. That's right, Ant-Man. Um, I think Ant-Man is a pretty good origin story for Marvel. It was uh, pretty sim- pretty simple, pretty fun fun adventure. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, that's, that's my recommendation right there. <laughs> right. Fair amazing. enough, fair enough. Easy to remember. All right, my recommendation is a movie that I watched... Uh, two nights ago now, It Follows, last year, it came out last year, and um, I've been wanting to watch this movie for a long time, I just never got around to it, could never find it, um, and I finally was like, alright, you know what, I'm gonna watch this movie, and I watched this movie at like 1 o'clock, and, um, jeez, this movie was good, <laughs> it's, it is really scary, it is um, really well done, if you don't know what this movie is about, um, it's basically about this, it's about a curse, that works like an STD. So you transfer it from one person to another by having sex with them. And it's just, I know it sounds weird and gosh, this movie is so good. I'm telling you, um, it's got such really, it, it's just got interesting themes. It's got dark themes. It's got, um, the way that, um, they kind of built up the, build up the terror of you. Just like you can never, you can never fully escape this curse. But you can run as far as you want to and buy yourself a, a little bit of time. But ultimately, the curse is always going to come back. And it's just so interesting and so well done. Um, 
I, I really do like this movie, and it would have been very close, at least, to making my top ten of last year. That's how good it was. So, highly recommend this movie. Um, not perfect, but very, very good to great. All right, that is all we have for recommendations. So, Ozzy, you want to sign us out? All right, well, first of all, we're going to start with the social media, as always. Yep. Jesse, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Colonel Swink. Um, also, uh, if you have any questions, usually uh, my main thing here is Star Wars and science fiction and all that good stuff. So if you have anything you want us to talk about uh, or want me to talk about in that, then just email me at jesse.swink at screenfellas.com. Yep. Okay, and Carlos, where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shuri456, and you can make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Screenfellows as well, and our YouTube channel, because we need subscribers on that, and we have a lot of good content on there, and more coming, so... Yeah, guys, definitely check that out. They have a lot of uh, trailer reactions. They actually just released their trailer reaction of... Wonder Woman, so definitely check that out. Um, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy and on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. And again, if you have any questions um, about the show or, or um, any topics that you would like us to discuss, you can, e you can email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellows.com. So definitely give us uh, some of your ideas and we'll definitely, um, definitely think it over. Definitely. Guys... Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. Or also subscribe on YouTube, like Carlos said. Guys, this is Screaming Fellas. Peace.